Hello and welcome. My name is Father William Maestri, and this is another edition of Gabriel's Trumpet for the sixth Sunday of Easter, May the 22nd. Our reading this morning comes to us by way of the first letter of Peter, chapter 3, verses 15 through 18. The first letter of Peter, chapter 3, verses 15 through 18. When we listen to the discourse, the way in which public and private speech and conversation takes place today, there is a certain coarseness, a certain anger, and a certain combative spirit that seems to fill so much of our conversation, of our language. We have become much more comfortable shouting at one another rather than speaking and reasoning with one another. There is a general sense of a loss of civility, of mutual respect, the importance in a conversation not only of speaking but also of truly listening, listening with our minds and with our hearts to what the other person is saying and what they're not saying. We're so quick to interrupt, to not allow another person to complete their thought, or to believe that we know where the thought is going, or we already know what they're going to say. So we're ready with our arguments, which too often are not really arguments or reasons. They are more like weapons, ammunition, ready to be fired at one another. And in that way, our conversations make us more comfortable on the battleground than for seeking to find common ground. For we can have really true and civil and profitable discourse if we're always on the battleground. Because it's not about learning, it's about defending. It's not about mutual respect, but it's about accusation. We're not truly entering into a conversation to converse, to be with the other in speech and in thought, and to not only hear what the person is saying, but also the ability to allow the other to speak so that we can get a sense of their intent, their motivation. We don't do it perfectly, but at least we have given them the civility and the respect. This is especially true when we find ourselves perhaps being questioned or we find ourselves what we perceive to be under attack for our religious beliefs, for our faith. We can become defensive accusatory, we can begin to condemn and to judge, to become angry and hostile toward the other. And therefore, what happens is is that conversation breaks down. There is no dialogue. And a sure sign of a healthy society, and certainly a healthy church, a spirit-filled church, 
is the ability to speak with one another and to listen with our whole being to what another is saying. That has become kind of lost today. We turn on the television, we turn on the radio, and these talk shows, uh, these call-in programs, they're filled with the, the wildest kinds of statements, uh, often engaged in a great deal of uncensored uh, personal attacks and character assassination with those whom we disagree. We can agree to disagree without being disagreeable, without engaging in uh, personal attacks where there was no mutuality of seeking what is true, what is right, what is good, what is factual. We're only concerned with winning the argument, getting our point across, rather than walking together so that we are breathing together as individuals and as a people, certainly as a church. And in our reading this morning, the letter of Peter offers us uh, some really valuable and much needed direction for our conversations and in our engagements with people around us today, within our families, within those whom we work, maybe go to school, within our neighborhood, in all of the various communities and interactions that we have. The letter says, venerate the Lord that is Christ in your hearts, so that when you're speaking, you are honoring the Lord, Jesus Christ, from your heart. Now, heart, from the, in the Bible's perspective, is our whole being. It's our mind, our souls, who we are. We express it in the words that we use, how we use them. Should anyone ask you the reason for this hope of yours, be ready to reply. If someone wants to know why you are a follower of Christ, why uh, you believe in the Lord Jesus as our Lord and Savior, and the Lord and Savior of the whole world, why we attend the holy sacrifice and offer the holy sacrifice of the Mass, why we pray, why we turn to the saints for their intercession, why we receive the Holy Eucharist, why we make the sign of the cross, all of the various things that we may do, they may genuinely want to know, not to attack us, but they may be wanting to seek knowledge. They may want to understand, and we have the opportunity then to be a, a vessel to venerate the Lord and to share our faith, not to be defensive or combative, but remember that we once were without knowledge and someone took the time and the patience to show us, our parents, our teachers, clergy, religious, other people. And it goes on and it says, but speak gently and respectfully. Wow, 
how, how that has disappeared in so much of our talk today. Keep your conscience clear so that whenever you are defamed, whenever people uh, speak against you or against Christ or the church, those who libel your way of life in Christ, they will be disappointed. They'll be disappointed that you're not accusing them, that you're not angry and condemning. That is, that you speak with love. The truth, yes, but always with love. The truth is not a weapon. The truth is a gift. It's a gift of love. For Jesus says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. The way, the truth, and the life, which is the way of love, which is the way of life. If it should be God's will that you suffer, it is better to do so for good deeds than for evil ones. If you are rejected, ostracized, if you are attacked, you don't return bitterness for bitterness, accusation for accusation, condemnation for condemnation. How are you any better than the person who is attacking you? How are you any different? How can you win over your brother or sister? This is why Christ died for sins once for all. A just man for the sake of the unjust, so that he could lead you to God. They may go away from that, from that encounter and begin to think, you know, that person didn't attack me or become angry or bitter. But they continue to, to speak respectfully out of love of the person of Christ. You have planted a seed, a seed that may grow in ways that we may never find out, we may never know how, but we have planted a seed. He has put to death in so far as fleshly existence goes, but was given life in the realm of the Spirit. We should speak from our minds and hearts from the Holy Spirit, not from a spirit of anger or from the evil spirit of the devil, but from the Holy Spirit the Lord and the giver of true life, lasting life, eternal life. And so in our conversations, in our daily discourse each day with others, let us be ready to give a reason for this hope of ours, but always gently and respectfully. respectfully. Even when we are defamed and libeled, when Christ is attacked, our faith is called into question. Our faith is uh, defamed. We don't return anger for anger, but we overcome. We overcome that anger and that bitterness and hatred by the only thing that conquers all evil, God's divine love at work in us through the Holy Spirit. So let us today be ever ready for the reasons, gently and respectfully, so that in doing so, we may lead others
to our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. God bless you.